you all. Welcome back, everybody, to Coffee and Combos, a fighting game podcast that catches you up with all the big news happening every week in the fighting game genre. I'm one of your hosts, Ty Ross, and with me, as always, is Carty. What up, what up, Ty? How you been? What up, dude? I've been good. I've been... Uh, I've been deep in the lands between, dude. I it's consumed my life. Things betwixt. The yeah, the things betwixt. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll we'll get oh into God. that fucking game here shortly, Ty. Mm-hmm. Have you done anything outside of that? Have you? I mean, I've uh, I helped a friend move on the weekend. That was where the whole time where you're like, this is fucking bullshit. The whole time I was like. Elden Ring is waiting for me. <laughs> you know, is it like just creeping in the back of your head the whole time? Is it that type of hook on you? Yes. To the fact that like when I was at work uh, on Monday, I went back to work and I was like looking up things about it. Like I, I needed it, man. It's addicting. Dang, you're a kid again. I, well, yeah, I'm a little, little kid excited. Yeah, to... In school, not paying attention, searching up on your phone how to make your Sonic Adventure 2 chows look have no legs <laughs> yeah i need to uh optimize my chow garden yeah for chow boxing have you been man what you been up to man still on that crusader king's grind hell yeah i've developed my religion oh shit it was goonism <laughs> based on my dog goon of course our credo is that goons are very sweet but they are also good boys it says that on our flag nice it's a good thing to go by because it's true it's, we're the descendants of Zankeef. We currently rule mm-hmm. Ireland, Scotland, England, France, Wales, parts of Scandinavia, Germany, uh, Poland, and some other fucking places I can't pronounce. Nice. King of Zangief. Through the power of eating children, we've grown ever stronger. <laughs> I'm essentially the fucking, with my religion now, I'm like God Emperor. If you even look at me the wrong way, fucking boom, excommunicated. Boom, Damn, you're in prison. You're, you're... Xerxes from 300. Yeah, boom, you're in prison. Guess what? Your children, free for the eating. <laughs> you can't defend them. And so now that I'm in like, yeah, uh, I'm in Poland. Now I'm making my way into Russia. I'm calling this nice. the Your Own Medicine Crusade. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm the Khanate. Like there is the actual Genghis Khan, his descendants. They're trying to do this huge thing where they're going to come through Russia and take me on. Mm-hmm. Ty, they haven't seen the power that I wield. They ha- they haven't experienced the the religion of Goonies. Yeah, there's not going to be any Khan children left. The Khan right. will be consumed. I'm 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 excited for it. Ty, I think of these battles. I like I'm going to be a war hero. <laughs> Zangief's descendants all just all throughout the land owning everything. It'll be like at the end of a risk game. Yeah. When it's just all your army on the entire world. Do you know what always pisses me off when people talk about being good at risk and then mm-hmm. they say their strategy is to sit in Australia? It's like, listen, first off, you can't be good at risk because a lot of it comes down to chance. The you only can, thing you can kind you can of be kind good of at is good. strategery. Yeah. And Australia. It's inherently a bad idea. It's the lowest scoring. You're going to get less men than the other people. Yeah. You'll eventually lose that battle. You, you'll start strong, but you will lose eventually. Man, yeah, I haven't played Risk in so long, but I used to do like weekend 
like get together on a Saturday and just sit down in the entire evening from like <laughs> me and my two most argumentative friends would sit down for a game and ruin our friendship. That's the way to go, and man. Then, you know, piece it up and then go, ah, let's try it again. And then the same thing happens. <laughs> same. The amount of times you're playing risk and you're like, why are you attacking me? What what, what did I do? And then they're like, what what advantage? They're having a little you? snicker oh, and you're like, what the fuck's this about? And then you're yeah. like, do they have something against me? Is it a personal thing? Is this outside you, of the game of risk? You do like the truce, the truce between two other players. Yeah, in a three-person game. game. <laughs> yeah. It's like I might as well stop fucking playing. What's the deal here? <laughs> oh, risk. So good. And outside of that, outside of my crusade, Crusader Kings basically is just risk on a grand scale with the option to... Yeah, it it sounds like it. It sounds like a way crazier, more customizable risk. It, it's a great game. It's cool. And outside of that, I've just been, yeah, watching movies and documentaries while playing Crusader Kings. It's my life now. That's a good life. That's chill, man. Yeah. If you guys are listening to this and you're wondering, uh, what are they going to talk about today? Well, listen, the world of fighting games isn't quite bumping this week. Uh, I guess after Street Fighter Six reveal... And everyone was like, all right, we're good. Yeah, we'll hold off. We'll we'll yeah. let this news cycle, you know. Fighting games, the news cycle is like every month, you know, where every, yeah. like, sport or everything is a couple days. You know, most games is like a week cycle. Fighting games, it's a, it's a month cycle. Yeah, otherwise we're living off crumbs most of the time. Yeah, that's why I'm going to have to be here doing movie reviews. <laughs> that's what we'll get into. Hell yeah. I'm down. Yeah, should we make a second podcast where... I review the movies I'm half watching while playing Crusader Kings. <laughs> Welcome to the, I don't even know what we call it. Ty, we're not clever enough to go on the spot here. Let's just no, call it Coffee and Combos 2. Coffee and Combos 2. The uh, movie review one. Movie edition, like, you know, like a Street Fighter name. Now, if... if Shakes Carter, and if, Cinema. If we use coffee and combos and we call it movie edition and we use the capcom font are we allowed to do that god no ty are tournaments even allowed to do that anymore god no they're bolstering up yeah man ty they're becoming the fucking god emperors they're crusader (laughs) kinging us so these are the crumbs we're talking about. There was some news coming out for Capcom. Uh, they released after the Street Fighter Six reveal. They said, "Yeah, we're on a high. Let's um, <laughs> let's ruin that." The community has come together to tell us how shitty our logo is and how ugly our game looks. Mm-hmm. I got a full fucking detergent container full of gasoline right here, and that's a mighty nice fire you got over. <laughs> and they just fucking lobbed this thing right in. Yep. So what we're talking about here is just a small thing, but still kind of worth talking about. Capcom has released to the public a new licensing agreement for all tournament organizers that they have to follow and adhere to, and they have to basically apply for this license. That's right, right? Yes. So all tournament organizers, regardless of size, need to satisfy or agree to the license or get a separate esports license to use Street Fighter. Damn, they got to satisfy Capcom. They got to satisfy them. Yeah, fatal blow Capcom. 
And to qualify, the total prize pool and the revenue from sponsors must be kept under certain thresholds. They are capping the player revenues off this. The mm-hmm. tournament organizers on top of this are unable to charge spectator fees or sell merchandise using the game's name or image. Mm-hmm. Capcom gets rights to all their stream footage and all the photography taken there. Yep. Which the first thing already sort of happens. But yeah, yeah. The photographers selling their photos to these events, like the people who get like the yeah the big moment where someone's holding the shit over their head. That person can't sell that photo now. It's that in itself seems insane to me. But, right? Like, wouldn't you'd sell those to any sort of journalism? Uh, yeah, or journalism. It, it, that's what photographers it, yeah. do. Like, this is in any <laughs> any fucking like, media. If you're a uh, like esports photographer, esports journalist, and photographer, like you, you're that that sucks. So There's no much, reason to man. do it. There's no reason to as a freelance photographer to go to one of these events and take photos. There's no reason. You don't own your you don't own your own photos. Mm-hmm. It's wild. I want to talk about you. You said that they're capping like sponsorship and prize pool money. Mm-hmm. The sponsorship cap. Is like capped at what twenty thousand in in America? Sorry, I believe if they go above five thousand, there's an d- increase in licensing fee, as I understand it. Jesus. Yeah, and I can see this resulting in like tons of those kind of smaller ones, like fr- like the ones that are kind of like on the cusp, like Frosty Faustines and stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah. Why would they? They might just cut Street Fighter out of the lineup. Why would you pay extra on top of what you're already paying? which might be into a deficit because like it's not like these things make a ton of money. We're not a huge scene. Mm-hmm. I've already seen a few uh, smaller venues saying like on Twitter that they're dropping Street Fighter 5 because they just can't do that. It's it's like, it's an insane thing. It's it's taking money out of people's pockets who give their time to this for free essentially. Yeah, it, it it's like Nintendo with like Smash Bros. You know, they're so protective over it, and then Capcom was like, "Oh, maybe we should it's, do that." Well, I just I see it as yeah, it's it's a control grab. It's they mm-hmm. they missed the boat. So like, well, they didn't miss the boat. Fighting games were the first to do it. They were the first to make one of these scenes and kind of have like their own sort of circuit. Mm-hmm. And. Capcom, you can't control that because it started in the fucking 80s. It started in the 90s. You, yeah, but then you have newer companies where you have like Riot, Valve, Ubisoft with Rainbow yeah. Six, Blizzard. They have their own tournament scenes and it's completely held within company. So Yeah, it's, it's almost weird for Capcom to like, if they had done this since the beginning, no yeah. one would be mad but Which this is, is like a weird turn giving it's just like one of those things it's they were the yeah. they were the pioneers and th- they should be proud of that like instead they are looking at it as fuck we have all these huge scenes around the world all these people giving their own time to advertise for us and ma- they, yes they're making money yes they're profiting off your game but the amount of eyes it brings to your game these games would be invaluable like, are. yeah yeah Th- this this scene would have died again already. Think of Street Fighter V when it first came out. Without tournaments, that game released without 90, 90% of its content. Mm-hmm. Only single-player mode we had was survival. It released without arcade mode. Dude, I, I took the day off when Street Fighter V released because <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like It's it's crazy My the level uh. of excitement there was for Street Fighter V. 
Yeah. And the only thing that saved the release was the tournament scene. It was it it carried that game for a long long time because Hard honestly agree. they didn't fix the game for years. Like yeah. a year, year. Well, well, I mean like even now people say this is like the best it's it is like yeah, so I guess it's, it's took them four years. Yeah, <laughs> a little over four. Nice job, guys. Yeah, you nailed it. It's yeah. I'd, this is yeah. this is taking money out of people's pockets who dedicated their lives to your game and have really asked for nothing in return but for you guys to be like, hey, yeah, here's some copies of our game. That's and you get infinite free advertising for your game worldwide. Yeah. Capcom, I like. I understand where they want to go with this. Everything they want to be, kind of be an extension of Capcom Pro Tour. Everything becomes yeah. the Capcom Pro Tour. This takes the power away from the company and gives it entirely to the developer. They have like another part of it is you have to use Capcom Style Guide. Like, so your yeah. tournament loses its identity. And you also can't have games uh, that are like in the lineup. You can't have games that are like say rated M when. It's like rated T. Is Killer Instinct rated M, or am I crazy? I'm not sure. I, I just feel like Killer Instinct has a lot more blood than. Oh, I guess here, Mortal Kombat couldn't appear in the same lineup as Street Fighter yeah. Five in a tournament. Like it, they just couldn't be in a tournament together. It's, Isn't that fucked up? It's in, uh, yeah, it's absurd. It like the, there's this with a lot of games, but not with. There's such a background behind the fighting game scene, and it's so like fighting games are so rooted in it. It's, you can't separate them. Yeah, rooted in it's grassroots no longer. Yeah, it, and like it's it's come a long way from where it is. It's very Capcom oriented. The fighting yeah, game scene is surrounded with Capcom stuff. They basically already have a stranglehold on it. They just want more. it's just reading through like some of the jargon that they're putting in there for like signing up for to apply for these uh licenses it's a lot of legal fucking bullshit yeah and like some of the things are so funny like casters can't you know like we could never we could never cast a street fighter tournament yeah basically (laughs) like i read that and it was like no swearing screaming something and something i was like okay well i'm out yeah um, the three (laughs) things i do swearing (laughs) screaming and something something yeah it's it's too much they're overplaying their hand here i think i think it's a bad look and i think it's gonna bite them i i would hope they walk this back a bit Uh, if you want to get into more the legal side of it ultra david who is a lawyer focused on video games he has a thing about it that kind of gets more in depth to the legal side of this, but like they're well within their rights and they're protecting their own brand. It's just a little late, don't you think, guys? Yeah, I think it's just such a misstep. Not yeah. a good, especially like right after the reveal of Street Fighter Six. With this, I want to announce our Street Fighter Six tournament when it comes out. <laughs> uh, we'll be having a tournament every single day. No unlicensed. This will be street rules. Oh shit! Yeah. Underground, underground street rule, unsanctioned, Un- Capcom not even fighting streamed games streamed because we can't. Like that's it's like real underground. Yeah, we're gonna be fucking throwing dice and shit. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be that real unsanctioned type shit. 
We're bringing cockfights back. Yeah, we're going to go to the reserve, and we're going to be playing there because we just don't want the law involved. Exactly. No, no, no. We're going to go to your apartment complex my because apartment we don't want complex. the law involved. Yeah, <laughs> a lawless zone like my apartment, shooting black tar heroin and... And playing Street Fighter Six, Critiquing the fucking hair in this game, Ty. Dude, the RE engine, we won't have any critiques for the hair. It'll all look good. Yeah, at least they'll, they have a saving grace, and it's the hair. <laughs> it's the hair. Can't wait to see Giles do. I think everyone, yeah, let's all have as many tournaments as we can. Just Let's just get, let's all report each other's own tournaments to Capcom. Let's just really fucking, let's, let's fill their inbox with reports. Everyone do a tournament uh, one day. We'll pick a day. <laughs> when was Street Fighter V released? Let them know oh, that we're, yeah, message Capcom and let them know that we are doing a tournament every hour on the hour. Let's just, we'll all pick a day. Everyone in the entire friggin' world pick a day and we'll all do a Street Fighter V tournament. All I, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying starting now, every day I'm doing one. All day. <laughs> nice, dude. And all it's a day. new one. It's a new one every hour with a new name. And it will not meet the style guides at all. We could barely come up with a name on the spot for our second movie podcast. You're going to come up with a name every hour? Well, Ty, it's going to just be, it'll, it'll just be mumbo jumbo. I'll just look around the room and this is like fucking bicycle lamp bag. Bicycle, <laughs> bicycle banana vitamin C. So you just like tournament <laughs> and I'll just do that. And if, if you want to come by my apartment and take photos of me and some fellow junkies. Yeah. Carter you can sell those. Like a, his, you can sell his those. Stick in, in celebration. Slamming it over one of their heads. <laughs> yeah. These, these rules for this tournament are just, it's like Thunderdome, man. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it, 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 it's <laughs> completely it, like it will be so against all Capcom rules, Ty. It will be the antithesis to the Capcom licensing. Perfect. I can't wait. And all profits go to, uh, let's send it to Bandai Namco, you know? Sweet, yeah, help them fund Tekken 8. (laughs) Speaking of Tekken 8, Carter, since we're just like, we're just here now. Yeah, yeah. That was a natural transition. Of course. As we do. We call that a a tie-position. They they call that a little little tie-Spanish sweep. Yes, they do. That one, of course, not made up just now. That has been a phrase that has been used for the ages. Been broadcasting for years. Yeah, the Thai Spanish sweep. Tekken Eight. You tipped me off. You said there's a little bit of a leak, maybe for Tekken Eight, and I said, I doubt it. Come on, man. Yeah, and Ty, I also doubt it. But a Tekken Eight but? logo leaked, and I gotta say. Looks convincing. It looks Tekken enough. It, it's a good I, fake. It's a good fake. You know what? Sure. I, it looks Tekken enough, like, until the eight that's in the middle. It just kind of looks like an infinity sign that someone had, and they just, like, flipped it and <laughs> smashed it in the middle. Yeah, but that's all graphic design really is in the end. Yeah, true. Ty, our then, logo is a bunch of the letter I that I manipulated. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> that's, that's how I used to do it, so... Who knows? And maybe yeah, you know I mean, that if you flip the infinity sign sideways, maybe that's part of the fucking story of the game. Who knows? Maybe Hayachi's back. It never fucking on, ends. 
honestly, it, after seeing, I know everyone's bagging on the Street Fighter logo, but after seeing that logo, if that leaked, I would have been like, nah, that's fake. Oh my God. Turns the out Street Fighter 6 logo leaked. No, no. We would have, no one would have believed that. It looks exactly. Ridiculous. We thought it would have been a fake. So maybe this Tekken 8 logo has credence. Yeah, the Tekken 8 logo. So it looks like it's a photo of a screen and it is white kanji with a eight over top of it and Mm -hmm. the Tekken letters below it. Yeah. And behind it, there's embers kind of in the Tekken 7 style sputtering about. And so I feel like I remember reading something about Harada saying he hated the kanji in the logo. Oh. And was happy to get rid of it. So, like... That's been around for, like, ever, though. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, I feel Are like I read something about this. And I can't find it anymore, Ty. But for some reason, it's like some it's stuck in my head with this. So if anyone re- else remembers this and can find <laughs> it, I would love to. Because it's just like, it's like that thing. It's like, this will be my Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> You just don't want to, you, you're like, please, someone tell me I'm not crazy. Yeah, let me know I'm not fucking insane, because I swear this <laughs> happened. But, Ty, fucking Tekken 7, it's technically seven years old now. Yeah, time time for a new one. I mean, I love Tekken 7, but time for a new one. Well, Michael Murray said they only announce games at E3. He said that on Twitter. Oh, So okay. I think this year at E3, I think we're due. You know what? They've had so much time, and if it's announced at E3, like, you know how Capcom said they were going to do more information in the summer? Yeah. E3 is usually in June on the oh, 11th. the dueling fighting games? Yeah, they're going to do both, except now that we got this weird tease for Street Fighter Six, I think Tekken 8 will have a much better reveal where they'll actually show character models gameplay. They won't show, like, HUD or, oh, or God, UI or God, they know how anything. to do a trailer. Like, if yeah. One thing Tekken team can do. It's put together a something that will get you hyped about a character coming. They they haven't done a bad character trailer yet, I don't think. Uh, yeah, agreed. I mean, yeah, agreed. They really are good at showcasing their game. Yeah, and I like this will probably just be like yeah, show the engine. Probably won't show much, but we'll get a look at what Jin's looking like. We'll get a look at what Kazuya is looking like get a look what Elise is looking like for some reason they're pushing that character so hard what is where where does the popularity for Alyssa come from it must be internal (laughs) it must be it's like it must just be marketing that actually kind of worked she's just sort of stuck in everyone's mind yeah it's just that was like well this got me looking into older leaks for Tekken and there was one back in October okay that kind of suggested that Tekken would be really revealed at next year's E3. So this year's E3. Okay, sweet. Is looking kind of possible. Especially with what Mikey Murray said. Yeah. And he said that the game Heihachi is dead. It's focusing on Kazuya as the main character now because okay. Harada and Michael Murray and in, inside they've found that Kazuya's popularity has skyrocketed with Smash Bros. Oh, I, dude, I bet. Smash probably did wonders for Kazuya. Yeah, so they're making him the centerpiece of this game. You think he's still going to be like a really evil dude? Yes. 
I mean, you gotta, right? He's a genocidal he's maniac. Be. That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just what he does. <laughs> yeah, he'll still be the bad guy. Uh, Jin's gonna have to become a good guy, I think. I think Jin will really... Because Jin... You, as far as I can tell, slash remember, Jin is like the wandering dude who's always just kind of in the thick of it. But then turns into the devil and murders a bunch of people and blows up a city. He's like the Hulk. Basically, yeah. He's... He's whiny, a whinier the Hulk. Yeah. And he's, yeah, but they, they the character just kind of like run into a wall. You can only have him do nothing for a game, then it turn into the devil and blow everything up like, seven times, because that's how many times <laughs> we've done it now. Yeah, we can't do it one it, more. We're running out of fucking steam <laughs> with that. So I'm I'm guessing we're gonna, we might have like an angel turn here, hopefully. I would like I to would see that. I would be so down. And I would like to, uh, I think that's the next battle. Like, we're going to obviously have Kazuya Jin. Yeah. So, the one thing that got me here, I'm just talking on characters first about this leak. Sure. They said it will release with 24 characters. Solid. One guest character. But they said of the cut characters, these ones make sense to me Gigas, Katarina, Shaheen are cut. Shaheen, I, I don't, like, I feel like Shaheen's great and he shouldn't be. He, Yes, and he uh, represents that's exactly yeah, what I the Middle Eastern yeah. character, which I think like is great to have. There's not a lot of Middle Eastern representation in fighting games. Nope. So like, I, I, I feel like he'd be a weird cut. But the weirdest one here, Lars, who I feel like they've been propping up as a centerpiece for quite like a long time. He was a guest character in Ultimate Ninja Storm Two, but this person, this insider, claims that internally they've noticed that. He's not a well-liked character. He's not played much, and they are shifting the focus away from him and towards Elisa. Toward Elisa? They, yeah, internal Elisa is popping, apparently. Oh, and also towards Fakumra. Okay. They are positioning Fakumra, apparently, to be a pivotal character. I don't know if I love that. Yeah, I, and uh, uh, granted, take this all with a huge grain of salt. But yeah, yeah, true, true. You know, true. it's it, it's it could it probably is bullshit. Like our fucking Street Fighter Cross Tekken or Tekken Cross Street Fighter leak. That yeah, turned, yeah, turned out to be bullshit. But yeah, it's fun to think about. So on top of this, gameplay wise, he said there will be increased complexity and in movement, uh, like a return back to wave dashing type characters and stuff. Oh, all right. Like, the newer characters will have movement-based complexity instead of, like, you know, stacked-up crazy movesets, which is, like, yes. all-power shit. Yeah. So, folks, back to movement. Uh, big focus on tutorials. I like that. And Because Tekken notoriously awful for tutorials. Ty, this is what got me really ex- hoping this leak is real. Mm. But one of the new characters... And also something that will be added to some of the current characters' move set is a clinching mechanic, like an in between. Okay, like instead of attacking a throw kind of thing. Yeah, like it's like you can grab them and punch them and kick them. That's uh, awesome. I I think that would so be like, <laughs> so cool. So like a grab, like you know how Marduk on the ground, how you basically get to choose options. Yeah, that, but in a grab while standing, while standing, awesome. kind of. But both people can do things in it. Would that be cool or would it turn into rock, paper, I guess that's kind of what like the Marduk thing is. I don't is know it's if kind of rock, that's paper, exactly. Scissors. That's what I picture it in my head because like I can't see it going any other way. 
Yeah, but same. they just say a clinching mechanic, and like, I it'd be, I'm interested to see what that means if it is real. But like, I feel like that would be really good on King. Like, just, just add another grapple to his repertoire. I just think of like this is where you get like a, yeah, like a collegiate wrestling style or like a jujitsu style character. <laughs> this is what you need for it. This is exactly what it is. I, okay, Carter, I understand. You wrote these leaks and you're just I wrote trying them. to manifest. Here it is. Character. Manifest destiny. <laughs> but Ty, that's what this is. That's what this all points to. Like, on top of Muay Thai. Like clinching is obviously a huge part of yeah. Muay Thai. Yeah. Like if it if it's an, if it's the in-between grappling, I'm excited for what that could possibly mean for grappling type characters. To have a whole nother element. I'm also that sounds like uh, a really good step forward because I feel like throws in Tekken uh, in like pro play are kind of useless. Yeah, yeah. Like King at the top level, he's, he's you don't see it much for a reason. Like I've never seen anyone. I mean, like, okay, that's probably a lie, but yeah, like it, it happens nine all, times out of ten. But, it's a tech. Like it, it's 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 easy to tech throws in Tekken. It once you get used to it. Yeah, and just I think. Thinking differently about fighting games, like I think having like an in between is such a cool idea. It's not. Quite, I agree. It's not quite the striking. It's not quite. You're in a grab. You're you're in a point where you can resist the grab still, potentially. Like if the person defending can throw like punches or something or reverse it and throw you, I think that's really cool. I'd yeah, I'd really like to see if that is true and it comes to fruition how they sort of implement that because I I think it has potential to. Uh, add a lot of depth to the to the game, but yeah, as as long as it doesn't come become rock paper scissors, that's obviously yeah would be it, the worst yeah. possible outcome. I don't know, but I hope they implement it. Like at first, I was thinking maybe it's just going to be like one character, and it will be like a Steve type thing. Like he won't have kicks. Like he'll have like different types of grabs on his buttons. I think that or would like be same, really cool. Same thing with like uh, Fakumra or something. Yeah, I just that that gives me a lot of hope. I gotta say. But once again, it's a leak from 4chan. <laughs> I'm, I, as I say that, none of this is real. Don't, don't. You know, you got to have a little bit of faith. I've, I've lost uh, faith. I've lost complete faith in all video game companies. <laughs> I'm, 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 I've hollowed, Ty. I've completely You got to have faith. And honestly, I'm bringing it back to Elden Ring. Faith is so good in Elden Ring, man. Oh, Ooh. my God. Okay, let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> Nobody blink. Okay, this is our no spoilers Elden Ring. Yeah, no I'm not going to dip review. into spoilies. This is uh I have played 21 hours and I'm level 51. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, Imagine how many hours I'd have into it, Ty. Imagine. Dude, I have I've I've done one legacy dungeon. So I I've beaten one main big boss. You'd be one big... And that's it. What? Oh, my God. Okay. The map is It's really insane. that big, huh? It is you huge. There it, are... Like, you're confident it's bigger than Red Dead? I am confident because it's not just the map that you see. There is verticality to it. There is, like, huge underground sections. There is huge, like, above-ground sections. It's It's wild absolutely wild i am really addicted to the game i'm loving it i'm going strength build like a true homie 
I taught you well, Ty. I just got to say. You know? <laughs> you did, man. Years, and you know years, what? I let you know the it's... right side of... You're on the right side of history, finally. I'm on the right side of history. I'm leaving the Dex Maxers in the Forget dust. Them. I'm leaving the known magic users in They're the useless. fucking They're ground. Biggest weapon, highest damage. I am using... Uh, <laughs> this is going to sound dumb, but Elden Ring seems like you can have the most customizable build so far in a, in like a Souls-like game where they give you like all these tools and they really, really go hard on faith in this game, it seems like. Like a lot of spells that do a lot of different things. Um, yeah, like is it, am I going to feel like, like I'm yeah. missing out if I don't play with magic in this game? Because everyone's talking about the so fucking that's magic. The, yeah, so that's the thing is I don't have any faith or intellect. That, that's or, what I feel uh, like I arcane. would do generally, yeah. Are you feel like you're like, are you getting FOMO? I'm getting spells back and forth that when I look at them, I'm like, fuck, this is going to be, this would be so cool. So I'm getting FOMO, but I'm loving, like, I am fucking things up, like, with strength. I am doing so good. Uh, I just fought this one, oh, God. I No spoilers, but, like, there's this one magic user, magic NPC, user. that just gave me a run for my money. Oh, my God, man. So stupid, but then I killed her, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck you." Strength wins. Strength again. <laughs> never loses. It's it always wins in all facets of life. So I am gonna rock two great shields because the this double game big shield. Hell yeah! I shit you not. This game is gonna make it viable. That's awesome. <laughs> See, I can appreciate that. So I'm gonna do two. My my guy's name is Burke the Bulwark. Burke the Bulwark. Because he's got two Hell shields yeah. and he's gonna fucking destroy two everything. Two shields, man. I like that. I like that you're thinking outside the box with your build. I wanna. Yeah, I feel like this game really See, allows Ty, for it. I have four hours into this game. Yeah. I bef- before you go. Before I go. I, before I'm I go. I'm playing on PS. Fucking... Be- yeah. But you're allowed because honestly, what I've been seeing on Twitter about the PC port of this is just. I saw some clips yesterday that made me like whinge and not whinge, cringe, at just like the the performance. But I'm playing on PS5 and it dips between 45 to 60 FPS in the open world. The only thing I really notice is huge grass popping, like the amount of times I switch, like teleport to a different site of grace or bonfire, whatever the fuck, you you see grass pop in like crazy, but then it's that's that's it. But Carter, on PC, man, now I've heard a different so story. First, I want to put a message out to the, it works on my PC crowd. Mm-hmm. You're the worst fucking people in the world. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> it doesn't work well on your PC. You just can't see it. You, you don't, you're not running an FPS tracker. If you... There is one spot in the game where you can consistently walk up and down the same staircase. And if you are on a Core i9 RTX 3090 and you are running 720p lowest settings, that's like a fucking $3,000 something dollar computer. Yeah. Ty, if you know the staircase at the start where you first wake up and you walk up and open yep. that door, you yep. are guaranteed to drop 20 frames. That's insane. Guaranteed. To me. No matter what your system is, there are certain areas in this game when you first walk into them, you are guaranteed to drop frames. The FromSoft optimization at its prime. Yeah, so Digital Foundry on YouTube did a large video on this port, 
And so, like, the PS5 mm-hmm. quality for this game, it's decent. It is just below, like, yeah. high settings on Windows. But, like, the PC maximum settings for this game, they have much improved, like, lighting and shadow and the distance that you can see lighting. But basically everything else is negligible. Like, it's, like nothing, like, it's it, it's not an upgrade. It's It's very negligible. However, there is no way to get optimal performance in this game. This is the first game that FromSoft has made using DX12. And DX12, the way it works is it takes memory management away from your driver. And so it puts it more into the developer's oh, hands. Oh, okay. And we're in bad hands when it comes to the technical side of <laughs> video game making. Because FromSoft has a sick yeah. history of this. But this is they've gotten better over the years. Like it's it's been a it's been growth. Like it if you had a chart here, it would go completely up and then completely fall off the fucking cliff. Mm. The the stuttering dish issue is across everything, it's shader compilation stuttering, so every time you see something new, it will stutter. Yeah. I I saw a clip of a guy going through the open world. And he saw like two new enemies and it did this thing where it's like he ran in place for a second and then fast forwarded like mad. That will happen almost every time you see, well not almost every time, sometimes when you see something new. Yeah, I saw him fighting an enemy and he was just like zipping around but the enemy was not so he was just, the enemy was just hitting him constantly. So like a game of the size that you say it is, you're going to see a lot of new shit. I am constantly seeing new enemies and it's blowing my and mind. You can on your computer opt to save all these shaders to your computer, which you which everyone has done, which is mm-hmm. going to be a massive load on your computer. And whenever you update this game, whenever you update your driver, whenever right. anything happens, whenever this game gets an update, this is going to happen all over again. It will reset that, and you will have to do this whole fucking and you have to rigmarole <laughs> and every new thing you see all over again. It's wow. And there are these things like G Sync monitors are made to kind of adjust to this, but these stutters are so significant and the frame time is so long that these monitors do nothing. I, I, they clearly knew this like Elden Ring was going to be their like biggest game of all time. Yeah. I don't understand, and like the PC crowd, like they've released all of their games minus Demon Souls, right? The the re-release. Yes, they released all of them on oh, PC thus uh, far. What's it called? Bloodborne. Oh uh, yes, other than Bloodborne, fuck, I forgot about Blood. <laughs> How could I forget minus about Bloodborne? Bloodborne? But like, it's you think you could invest? This is they a are little... a they're a billion dollar company. At least. That, well, see, I don't know about billions, but yes. Multi-billion a, dollar company at this th- point. For sure, they make a lot of money. Ty, the, they released a game. It has no ultra-wide monitor support. So if you have a wide monitor, tie, there are black bars across the top of your screen. You the black there are black bars down bars? the side of your screen, and there are black bars down the bottom of your screen. Okay, that to me is insane. 144 hertz monitor doesn't affect it because this game's capped at 60 FPS for some reason. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't utilize any modern PC like why you would buy a nice PC. There's no field of view adjustments, so even if you do use these mods that people made to uncap and allow ultra wide, your field of view is all fucked up so you can see shit beside you and it's like in front of you, it's very awkward looking. 
Ooh. And it's just like it's it, this should be unacceptable. And this is something that was obviously known. Like it's across the yeah. board. See the the thing is like with the crowd you were saying before like it works fine on my PC. That's why it is being accepted is because there's like at least half of the people like oh yeah, but I'm still I'm still playing it and it's pretty good. It's, but you shouldn't settle yeah, for pretty good. Gamers are the biggest <laughs> shit-eating losers in the world. For like they go to bat for game companies who shit in their mouth after you pay $100 and they go, "Yeah, we might fix it." And they give you no timeline. That's the yeah. You could not give a consumer a not working product in any basically any other line of business and not have repercussions for it the thing that's hurting me about it like i mean i'm totally out of this i've been having a blast or whatever uh yeah whatever uh but the thing that's hurting me is truly no transparency and then the one thing they did mention they're like yeah we're fixing multiplayer it's they're like, fixing multiplayer because people are complaining about how difficult this game is because so they need to make summons work which is the least of their worries. It's the worst that the exactly. systems always sucked. Like it's it's gonna continue to suck. Surprise. Yeah, it's still not great in this game. It's just what I haven't summoned anyone. It's, and uh, so, like, this is where I get to like with the reviewing with games. So, like, a couple weeks ago, Dying Light Two, that game ate shit nonstop across the board for its performance. That game performs right. better than this game. But here it is swinging 10 out of 10s around like it's the fucking Citizen Kane of video games. Are yeah, graphics part of review scores? Because this game looks I the same as Elder, Dark Souls 3, if it's not Dark worse. Dark Souls 3, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like it's yeah. just like it, it doesn't run as well as it does as Dark Souls 3. It's like what? So what goes into a review score? Just how your experience? Is that all it is? Like if you, if you had a good time? Yeah, I... I I don't know because clearly at the media outlets when they get the review copies or whatever they uh, they assign the games that people play to the to the, you know like the guy in the office who is a big Souls fan yeah. is going to get the Souls game because he knows how to it's play it. It's a cult it of personality can, around these games. Yeah, it's 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 strange. I really hope the PC version gets fixed. Like Me I too, really cuz I'm I like need to play I was this. I'm huge fan of this series like well it's not dark souls but i've been like one of the biggest dark souls like i'm, I'm obsessed with it i've played through it a bunch like yep i was so excited for this game you were yeah for sure and in the background while this game was coming out they silently kept upping minimum requirements they kept changing <laughs> the recommended specs and it just kept all the way up until release and then the recommended specs and the minimum requirements don't run the game so yeah and it's not like, yeah, I don't know. It's not like your computer's shit either. If this <laughs> no. was Street Fighter VI, it, there wouldn't be these defenders. It, no. Well, even like uh, Steam reviews and stuff, right? Haven't the, hasn't this game taken a hard crash? No, on but Steam then reviews? the fucking defenders pooled together to save it. Ah, uh, yes. of course. There was a big, wh- why is this game getting review bombed? Because it doesn't work. It's like we have to fight back. And so, the, yeah. The cool redditors saved their dear Elden Ring from bad reviews. Good job, Reddit. You've done it. (laughs) So yeah, like it's inexcusable, but people will continue to defend this for some reason because maybe the maybe Miyazaki will give you a little kiss on the forehead or something. I hope he kisses me on the forehead. I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm sure this game is. I'm sure it's amazing, but it's inexcusable to release a game in this state. 
Yeah. It's so dumb. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Ty, one out of five piss goblins. <laughs> oh, one dude. out of five. That's our review? That's what I... You can give it a five out of five. One out of five piss goblins. I'll Done. give it a four out of five piss goblins because I do believe it should be cat or it should be a solid 60 on PS5. Give it a solid 60. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it... I'll give it more when they fix it. But I get Ty... As they say on the internet, I'm just a coddled fucking entitled loser fucking whiner. So, what do I know? What do you know, man? Fuck. <laughs> you know if things are OP or trash. Don't That's I? what you know. God. Let's play some OP or trash. Uh, wash the. Uh, pleh, fucking. Pleh. Fuck Get the you, taste of Elden Ring awesome. out of our mouth. <laughs> George R. R. Martin, finish your fucking book, old man. <laughs> Stop playing fucking video games. Uh, he wrote a blog post. He's like, oh, Elden Ring is out, and I'm so proud to be a part of, however small, a part of the team. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> George, what did you even do? Did you write that like, one d- thing? Oh, my God. He said, I'm sure he said there's a big tree and like <laughs> a guy named Dung Eater. <laughs> there, I'll sign off on that. I need, Dude, I'm sad because I haven't even seen the Lonesome Dung Eater. Man, that intro, I guess, yeah, we won't say any more about it, but I, I, people kind of... So the intro to the game, it isn't a f- amazing display of CGI and shit happening. It's like artwork. It's just, just very well-done medieval artwork. And Ty, I like that more. It it leaves mystery to the characters. I knew what Yorm looked like when I got to him. I have no idea what any of those characters look like. E- Yo, straight up, at first I was like, nah, weakest intro of a Souls game because I really wanted like that. Ep- like dark- watching the Dark Souls 3 one, it's fucking it's, crazy. It's epic and uh, it's awesome. Yeah. But, but for a right. video game, yeah, it it comes too hard. You got to you gotta leave a little mystery. I want to get into Dung Eater's room and see him eat this fucking monster eating his own shit or something. I don't know what he is yet. Exactly. I have no fucking clue what he is either. I hope he's just a regular dude who likes to eat shit. That would be amazing. You just get into the room where it's just a dude with a bowl of shit. Dung eater, OP or trash? If he's a human OP. who eats shit, he's OP. Yeah, hundred percent. He's right up our alley. <laughs> he might. He's our new mascot. In fact, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Ba 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 ba. This is the thing where we say if it's OP or trash. Okay, Ty. Stance characters, OP or trash? Oh, big OP. That's an easy one, man. Yeah, that was sent in by Merck, our resident lay lay player. (laughs) And yeah, big OP. Stances, that's another layer. That's complexity. That's the shit that the little babies don't know about. Stance characters are the ones that I look at in a roster, and I go, I want to play them so bad, but I know I'll never be good at them, but anytime someone plays them and I lose... I'm like, I don't even care because you're playing a character it. that's way cooler than mine. Is. Yeah. yeah. They, it, stances, it, it's respect. If your character, the more stances they have, the more respect you get. Which but means Lei gets maximum respect. Lei gets mega respect. Huarang, big respect. Gen, Street yeah. Fighter 4, big respect Gen, for me. massive respect. Man, remember when Street Fighter used to have some complexity in the character <laughs> design? Remember when Street Fighter had the variation in their character design and not in their system mechanics 
That's the good shit right there, Ty. Bring that back for Street Fighter Six. Yes, please. When's Abel, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. The Marseille roll. Let's let's put that back in. Yeah. God, Sans right, Ty. so good. Got another one here. Hit me. Money matches. OP or trash? Um. Okay. Normally, I'd say OP, but then you get the thing where you put the money down and you do the match, and then the guy you're playing goes, "Oh no, no, no! I was just fucking kidding." Well, you can. There's no just kidding in money matches, or you'd lose your whole wallet. That's <laughs> just OP. I like a money match because it's like, listen, you're talking shit. Can you back it up? I, I feel, yeah, and I like the added pressure. I'm a pressure performer. Yes. So, yeah, money matches, big OP, but it, if you got broke-ass friends... Then big drag. They like, and they're, and yeah, and they, they're going to cry about it. Obviously, they're trash. Yeah. Oh, Ty. Uh-huh. We have a listener, listener mail question here that, you know, I just... Coming off of Dung Eater... Okay. I feel like we'd be remiss not talking about this question. Sure. This was sent in by Gouda and Evil. Mm-hmm. Great name, obviously. Most uncomfortable scene in a movie or TV show. Ooh. And Ty. This is hard. I have a lot. Okay. As you might know. I'll try I'd, and think of some, but uh, go ahead, please tell I me. I just have like a... I, I like to put myself through horrible movies. <laughs> sure. So I've sat through the the fucking the Serbian films of the world. Right. Oh god, I've got the, one actually. The martyrs of the world. Mm-hmm. The, the solos of the world. Ty. There is like a ten minute sequence in Solo where two girls just eat shit. <laughs> like what? that's pretty uncomfortable. What? Like literal shit? It looks <laughs> like it. <laughs> Don't eat it. Certainly looks like it. Loathsome dung eater. Lo- two loathsome dung eaters. Damn. That that movie is just a, it's about an hour and forty minutes of uncomfortable scenes. That sounds awful. Yeah, here, Ty. Here in the question, Ethan's throwing in the fingernail scene from Black Swan, which Ty. Ugh, yes. It's tough, but that's baby games. You know, compared to what we can get to, Ty. I've got the one, the, the entirety of Dogtooth. Dogtooth's pretty gross. The the one I hate is where she takes like the five pound weight and smashes her canine teeth out. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That oh, was bad. That's awful. Ty, do we just want to go through the Hall of Fame of horrible movie scenes? Please. Antichrist. Yep. Willem Dafoe, fully erect penis. <laughs> Dude. She takes a block of wood yes. and smashes it in. Yes. That's up there. It's graphic. I forgot about that. Oh, what's a good one? Oh, oh, oh! Uh, Serbian film. Mm-hmm. Two people under sheets. This porn star. He's fed drugs and made to have sex with these two people under sheets. While this guy beside him stares at him. <laughs> Ty, they rip the sheets off. It's his son. Uh. His young son, who he's having sex with, and the guy is having sex with his wife. So the guy goes crazy, murders that guy. And then there's a guy with an eye patch. He takes out the eye patch and then sticks his penis into the eye hole and fucks his no! brain to death. <laughs> that's one of them. I apologize to headphone users, but <laughs> um, that's disgusting. Irreversible tie. Oh, yeah. This one isn't as fun, but it's just a 12-minute uninterrupted graphic rape scene. Yeah. So 
That's, yeah. Oh, and the end of Irreversible, where there's a five-minute uninterrupted guy getting his head smashed in with a fire hydrant scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Martyrs. There's a Martyrs. like a mm-hmm. eight-minute scene where they flay a girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm trying to think of, like, any... Uh, I mean, there's so, like, many... Uh, Bone Tomahawk. Bone that to- scene where they, they slowly the cut dude. that person in half. Yes. Uh, yo, they Bone split Tomahawk them up the rules. Dick. I love Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, so, you know, there, there's worse than the fingernail scene from Black Swan, Ty. A fingernail scene You from get Black your Swan's brains icky. fucked to death. Yeah. <laughs> the eye patch. Oh. I keep leaning back. And then he carries his family and puts it, them back into bed. It hurts and then me. he pretends it never happened. That's fucking fucked up. And they call it, and then it's, it just ends and it just says a Serbian film. <laughs> happy ending. They got home, all of them. And I think that's a happy ending for this podcast, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of if I saw anything worse than that in my life. I'm trying. I've I, seen some like. I've seen some cartel beheading videos, but I don't think those count as movie or TV show. Right, an uncom- that an uncomfortable scene. <laughs> <laughs> Just general. It was generally uncomfortable. Ugh, ay, ay, ay. I can't think of any more. But thank you, everyone, for writing in. Thank you, Ethong. Gouda and Evil. Oh, that scene in Magnolia where Tom Cruise is trying to cry, but he sucks so bad at acting <laughs> that it's just like... He's like pinching his own hand and you can see it and he's trying to force tears out of his eyes, but he's a fucking robot, so he can't. It's uncomfortable trying to watch that man try to be a human. (laughs) So yeah, those those are my top fucking, what did we do there, 15? Yeah, and we nailed it. Uh, Yeah, I think we did good. Yeah. All righty, everyone. Another episode in the books. Uh, What was yours? That scene from Power Rangers? uh, Ivan News? Yeah, the one that they threw the slime in their parents' face <laughs> yeah, that scared exactly. you, <laughs> scared you too much. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other than Dogtooth, like Dogtooth is the one that first comes to mind. But like, hey, well, right after this, go watch, yeah, Salo. It's it's just it's back to back to back. Ugh. It never ends. It's it's an hour and a half. I just can we gross you out more? And they can. They never <laughs> doubt them. And they nail it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Coffee and Combos. We'll be back next episode for more fighting game news, maybe. Maybe a little bit of other talk. Who knows? Off yeah, weeks are off there weeks. is news, you know? Yeah. Uh, the intro music is done by at AM Aeroplane on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at TyrosCC. You can find us as the pod at Tyros. I mean, nope, at Coffee yeah, and Combos. Tyros <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at TyrosCC. Nice. And, and um, the music was done by at Tyros CC. Nice. Uh, that's a, I like that guy, that Tyros CC. All right, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. You win. Perfect.